0: We're back
1: with another episode of Hoosier Myths and Legends. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier state. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of
0: basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there was more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier state. In this podcast, we are going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you are into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. Today's episode is a little different. It's not our typical content, but it's definitely something that's interesting and mysterious. It's also different because it doesn't come from one specific county. Instead, we have several legends and sightings from all over the Hoosier State. Sightings of
1: unidentified flying objects have been going on for centuries. In fact, many believe that the first ever UFO sighting may have been documented in the Bible in Ezekiel 1 1 through 4. Ancient records tell of an object described as a moon boat floating over China in the 4th century. The name UFO was first used by the United States Air Force in 1953, and that is what these objects have been called ever since. The National UFO Reporting Center has documented around 90,000 UFO sightings since 1974. Interestingly, 1,839 of those sightings have occurred right here in Indiana. So sit back relax, and get comfortable as we discuss just a few of these Indiana UFO sightings.
0: This is definitely not our usual content. And this is very true, but it's something
1: that I think that many people find interesting. The subject of UFOs. To be honest, it's not something that I've given a whole lot of thought to. Me either. I'm not really someone who's drawn to alien movies or anything like that. I agree. I'm not really into that. However, I know that we have listeners
0: who are. Honestly, the more we started researching about this, the more interesting it got. And this is true. And I had no idea that there were so many sightings here in Indiana. I didn't either. On June 24th, 2021, the Indy Star ran a very interesting article by Rashika J. Perrier titled, Flying Saucers, Mysterious Lights, a look at Indiana UFO sightings over the years. Stumbling upon this article is what really got us thinking about doing an episode like this. This
1: article details some of the sightings in Indiana, and we thought it was interesting enough to share with you. So let's go ahead and get into it. The 1950s and 60s seem to be filled with the UFO craze. In March of
0: 1951, a Marion County farmer was startled when he found what looked like a red paper parachute with a foot-long mechanism attached to it. This strange object was found in his pasture. The story was printed in the Indy Star with the title, Flying Saucer Lands Amid Agitated Cows. Finding this caused the
1: farmer some concerns for his livestock. It was not like anything that this farmer had ever seen before, and he was convinced that it was making his chickens and his cows act differently.
0: After the press ran the article and the object was investigated, it was thought
1: that it was just a weather balloon. In 1952, apparently there were hundreds of Indiana residents who glimpsed not one, not two, but three objects
0: in the sky. These objects were seen on the south side of Indianapolis. I
1: like the description that the Star article uses.
0: These objects are described as balloon-shaped, with fiery tails as large as a
1: good-sized house. These objects were also described as being egg-shaped and glowing.
0: After doing what many described as figure-eight maneuvers, they floated off towards Martinsville, Indiana. We will be back with a few more sightings after a short break. (laughs) listeners, in case you didn't know, we wrote a book. Haunted Dearborn County, Indiana is now available at all major retailers. Strange and unusual things lurk behind the calm facade of Dearborn County. Several legends surround the Hill Forest Mansion, the home of one of Aurora's founding families. Many have seen the ghost of a farmer and his mule at Carnegie Hall in Morse Hill. The
1: glowing grave at Riverview Cemetery may connect to the 1941 Agrew family massacre. St. Mary's Church Rectory is said to be haunted by the former
0: priest, and the spirits at Whiskey's in Lawrenceburg are not just in the drinks. Several schools in
1: the area echo with the sounds of former students and staff and numerous local residences house the spirits of former owners who have never left. Join Rebecca
0: and I on a chilling tour from Lawrenceburg to Lawrenceville and beyond. Check out dot com for more details.
1: The three UFOs spotted that day caused the Indiana State Police posts at Indianapolis, Connorsville, and Seymour to be on alert for five hours.
0: I think it's interesting
1: that these things were not only seen in Indiana. No, they were also spotted in other states like Colorado and also all along the East Coast.
0: One of the more mysterious sightings occurred in August of 1967.
1: Yes, this one is one that they call the Hot Foot Sighting.
0: On 161st Street east of North Keystone Avenue, three circles appeared in the pavement. These appeared to have melted the pavement, and at the time, it was believed they were saucer
1: footprints. And in November of 1990, Northern Indiana residents in Culver started seeing things in the sky. The Indie Star article states that there was a
0: security guard named Gary Flagg who started keeping record of all the UFO sightings. Yeah, he started
1: doing this after he saw this white triangular shaped light pattern in the sky. He was driving in Marshall County and he ended up stopping along 117th Road to take a look, according to this Star article. It's really creepy. What I find more interesting is that the Culver Citizen, which was the local paper, said they started getting a lot of phone calls about these possible UFOs.
0: I don't see where they ever figured out what was going on. A lot of people thought that maybe it had something to do with the Grissom Air Force Base because that's not very far from Culver. However, when the Air Force Base was contacted, the officials there totally dismissed this. So they thought maybe this was not the case.
1: Yeah, that is kind of creepy.
0: I do think it's interesting that the Air Force Base was so quick to dismiss this. That's very true. To this day, there are reports of lights and objects being seen all over the Hoosier State. No one seems to really know what's going on out there. Have you ever had a UFO experience in Indiana? Are you familiar with any legends about these unidentified flying objects? We would love to hear about it. Please send us an email to Legends at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, let us know if you wish to remain anonymous.
1: our source material, please visit our website, legends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and now Twitter. Hoosier Miss and Legends is a Quigley Productions podcast.
0: Our theme song was written and recorded by Wet Blanket. The song title is Taxidermy Race Car. As always, stay spooky.